how is how is managing everything with the gym and all the clients is it like is it not that bad because it's just like there's clients and then there's like other stuff to do and then it's just like if i don't mm. have clients i do the other stuff or what's the <laughs> yeah, not how is how, how yeah i figured <laughs> nah um it's been uh it's like i think the last the last probably month has been like one hell of a blur um and there's been some other things that have happened over the weekends like uh we had a the, the first this is yeah these have probably been the first times that i've managed to kind of go away and do something uh like not last weekend the weekend before we had a fishing charter so we went out and we caught some fish, which was nice. Only threw up once. That was good. Um, and then uh, the weekend just passed. I had a, a, um, a getaway with my brother and a couple of his mates for his like sort of pre-wedding uh, sort of thing. We just chilled out and relate with the family, the rest of the family and that too. And that was nice just to kind of like not have to think about anything. But I, with the with the gym throughout the week, like uh, <laughs> I was actually having this conversation with one of my clients. He's he's looking at getting into AI automation, like jumping like big into that and really working on, on creating something um, to help businesses like me. And he's asking me a lot of these questions, like pretty much like what you just said just then. It's, it's, um, it's very challenging because the way that the business runs, like I am the, I'm the core. So like everything sort of just comes through me from all different directions. And it's like clients, and you've got all the things that you've got to think about in terms of like keeping the gym running. So you've got the programming, then you've got all the other um, subscriptions and, and that sort of stuff. Then there's the other things like there's the football side of things or there's the, um, the coaching and soccer, which is a different part of my business. Then I've got the other academy that I do, which is another part of, my, of the, the business, not, uh, not together, but it's a part of me, I guess, me being that a center focal point. And then I've got like the, the most important thing in my eyes is the family time. And when I say I've been doing like 15, 16, 17 hour days, like I've been doing 15, 16, 17 hour days. Like it's been, you get up at 4, 4.30 and then by the time you literally get to bed and so like usually I go to bed right after I've had something to eat because I get home at like 9.30, 10 o'clock some nights. And so I'm in bed and I'm just out and then I spend five hours, five and a half hours, if that, um, trying to sleep and I sleep and then you just kind of go through it all again. So Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, sometimes Fridays. It's just like up at four by the time I'm asleep because we've got football at night. And it's, 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 there's no, the longest break I'll probably have, which doesn't involve any driving because I don't classify driving as a break because if it's a break, I'm sitting there just like <sighs> trying to breathe and maybe have something to eat. The longest break I'll get in a day is probably half an hour to 45 minutes. That's it. Like, there's no other time to break because by the time I get home, it's like you just you go again. Or when I get to work or the the gym, it's like go, 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 go. Um, it has it has been uh, a very challenging thing to sort of balance, like, and get good at because when you and you know this, but when like you run your own business, you you don't want to. You want to try and make it as as fruitful as possible. So, like, really try and make it the best possible version of a business that you would ideally like. And you don't want to take shortcuts. You don't want to um, 
give people a poor experience. You want to be invested in every conversation. You want to continue to communicate well and build relationships. And, and that's, that's a big part for me. And so when you're constantly investing or you're invested in terms of like a conversation or time, it's like, phew, another one, another one. And it's like just this never ending wave of, um, of conversation and emotion. So then when I get home, like I've spoken with uh, Ruby about it and it's, it's a challenging thing to do because I have conversations with people all the time. So like I'm always talking with people. I get home and I'm like, all I want to do is just, you know, see my daughter and be with my wife and I don't want to have any questions <laughs> because it's just like I've been answering people's questions all day and I, I love my daughter. I, well, my daughter's not talking yet, but I love my daughter. I love my wife. It's just like I just want to be there. It's, it's, and it's been something that I've had to really take a, a step back at and look at from like a different perspective because if I'm spending 15, 16, 17 hours at, a, at, at the gym at work, I'm not spending much time at home. And you're starting to you're starting to um, see it from like that perspective of this is how people get sort of trapped. So I'm trying to <laughs> try not to get trapped um, and just implement different things and, and put some things in place to make it make the the, the space run a little better. Um, but I think that it's just the way that it is right now. It being so fresh and so new, there's a lot of things that I have to do to. Um, I don't know if it's putting out fires. It's not putting out fires. It's like just trying to to make sure that everything is is just running as smoothly as possible. Um, and eventually it'll change. I know that it will. It's just going to take some time. So slowly, slowly, we'll get there. It goes a long way. But I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, I was laughing when you said you don't want, you don't want to take questions because literally it's it's like if I'm here, girlfriend comes over and she just like starts giving me tasks to do. Like, dude, do you know what I've Literally, my whole day has been doing tasks. I don't, I don't want any more. Um, and these ones are way worse than what I've been doing all day too. So I'd rather just go back to that. <laughs> um, so, like, what have you, what have you been implementing? Like, what's, what's made it, what's been helpful, what hasn't been helpful? Mm. Um, I think it's, it's been most, most of like what I've been doing like already um and just continuing with that because it's what i know um but one of one of the big things that i've implemented is actually trying to delegate a little bit more um so just going through some things at the moment like uh i'm changing the logo and everything like that and really trying to um get that uh as strong as possible and so for me uh i don't have the i don't have the time like I'm, I have the time. It's everyone's gonna be like, you've got the time to do whatever you want to do. And it's like, no, I know that. But like, I've got. I'm working. I'm up and going through the day, and pretty much my whole day is spent here, like in within these these walls. Like I'll take a step outside to look at the sun, and that's about it. I won't go anywhere else. Or maybe quickly just go and get something to eat and come back. Um, but for the logo, as an example, I'm I'm getting better at delegating. Um, so my admin, Ruby, my wife. She's starting to take a little bit more of like a responsibility in that role um, because that's what she's good at. And I, I think I've spoken about this before, but trying to lean on people who are better at doing things than I am and allowing them to run with it. Um, and I've already made mistakes like where I've tried, I've subconsciously almost done that where like I think that I need to go and do it because Ruby's not doing it. But she is like she, she's doing it really well. And I'll go and do something and send something back for like the logo as an example. And she's like, 
what'd you do that for? I'm like, oh, I thought you were sending it to me so I could go and do it. She's like, no, that's what you've got me for. Like, I'm there to do that for you. I'm like, well, why would I send it back then? Like, why why did you send it to me? She's like, I just wanted to send it to you to check it, to check it off. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right. You did say that, didn't you? She's like, yeah, I did. I'm like, okay. Well, my, like, the the conversations that I have with myself in my head, it's just like, it's it's never ending. There's never ending voice. I, I think... One of the the other big things as well is actually just being being flexible. Like there were some instances in particular situations, not necessarily here in the gym, but it does happen where people just rock up out of the blue and they're like, I told you I was coming. And I'm like, don't tell me stuff like that. Like don't speak with me about that. Text me, call me, we'll organize a time, like make sure I put it in my calendar. Because if I haven't put it in my calendar and then you rock up out of the blue, which has happened many, many times before, it's like you can't, you can't expect me to know everything because I don't. Like I need to put things in a calendar so I can see it. And sometimes it won't happen, but that's very rarely. But that's probably because we haven't communicated well and it hasn't gone in my calendar. So like the communication aspect is huge and there's, it only really happens with a, a couple of individuals. So I'm starting to think more so that it's not me because if it was, it'd be happening with more than just those like two or three. Um and yeah, so the, the communication aspect has been has been massive. Like that just goes throughout the whole business. And I'm I'm big on that. And I think that that is a vital part of of it all. Like, especially when I start to get people working for me or working with me, um, the communication aspect is paramount because if you are unable to communicate, and especially with clients, but also with people that you're um, that are within your environment or your ecosystem where you work, like there's going to be so many holes in your bucket and you're going to just try and like plug up each hole. By the time you know it, you've used all your fingers and hands and toes to plug up those holes. So then there's more holes appearing. It's like you, you're really going to make sure that communication is just like is solid. Because if it's not, I'm really seeing it with, with some clients who are, because um, I'm, I'm really working on my communication, I need like I, I would like that to be reciprocated and it's not. And so it's just about kind of getting them to understand, hey, listen, I need you to use the booking app because then I don't know if you're coming. I'm, I only have so much room in here and I'm pushing out a lot of things, you know, <laughs> a lot of things to think about. So the more that you can actually use that, the, the app as an example, the easier it's going to be on me because then I'll be able to go, all right, you guys are coming in, especially from a programming perspective because they rock up and then I'm like, oh, okay. We're going to do this then because it's like I still want to be able to give them my full attention, but then I can't give them the best attention because we've had someone rock up out of the blue and not come or, or sorry, or come or then there's someone that hasn't rocked up at all and I'm expecting them to come and there's just the communication's gone and then they don't get the best experience and then you can see how that sort of like is a negative flow and effect. Whereas when you're communicating, it's like, okay, I know that who's coming. This is what we're going to work on. This is how we're going to be able to get to it. Um, because it, yeah, it, it changes a lot of the time. But yeah, there, there's some of the there's some of the challenges. There's some of the things I'm getting better at. There's some of the things that I'm definitely working on. Um, I think I believe that like running a business, especially your own business, is definitely not for everyone. Like, which I'm I'm sure that you already know that. But for those who are listening, um, if you do feel like you're kind of itching to want to give something a go. Uh, and you want to sort of do it by yourself, like I would seriously recommend it. But just because you want to do it yourself, it doesn't mean that it's easier than working for someone else. 
like because just it's just as hard or it's like it's not easy you know they say like yo i stopped working nine to five monday to monday to friday and i ended up working 24 7 so however if you do find something you love like what i do i'm happy more than happy to do the 15 16 17 hour days now especially to be able to allow my business to get to where i want it to go so um because i enjoy what i do so it's not it's not affecting me apart from my sleep in a way that's negative it's more of a positive response it's just it's just tiring <laughs> it's it's so much it's so much worse um not worse in a bad way but like in terms of like if you're looking at it from like a stress level perspective mm. like between a, a nine to five and like running a business on your own it's so much more stressful um mm. and i mean there's like on like uh there's an upside that's not there in other in other ways which i guess mm. kind of makes up for it but it's also kind of fun that it's that stressful to me. I I, like, I, I, like. I agree. Yeah, I I agree, man. Like you, you have you have this, <laughs> you kind of have this freedom to do the things that you want to do and when you want to do them. If you have the things in place to be able to allow that freedom to occur, um, if you don't, then it's a little bit harder. But I think that the initial phases of opening up your own business and running your own business, especially when it's in that growing phase, there's going to be so many things that are, it's almost like growing pains, you know, like they will end eventually if you give it, or you, you give it the attention that it needs. Um, but like, for example, there's other things in, within the business that I don't think people actually realize when they, when they start and how painful it can sort of be. But like when you're, when you're moving or you're shifting your business uh, from like the an, an accounting point of view and you're having to like with the tax and then with the GST and then with changing the banks and all that sort of stuff, like that just hangs over the top of me. I'm like, I have to do that. I got to do it because if I don't do that, no one else is going to do that. And then I'm going to be way behind and then it's going to be a pain in the ass and to get it all fixed. And the things that you <laughs> are not normal people, but like people who work the nine to five sort of normal jobs don't have to think about. Then there's the super. So you got your super, then you got GST, then you've got um, the tax that you've got to do yourself. Then you've got all the other things, the subscriptions. Then you've got um, the people that you're taking care of. Like there's just a, there's a, there's a whole, whole lot of things and it's, it's fun. It's also hard. It's also tiring. <laughs> But it's worth it. Yeah, I mean, it's like it, it. It seems like a really easy thing to be like, I'll just sell programs online. But like, I was looking <laughs> at it earlier today. It was like, I have to figure out how to write a terms and conditions and a privacy policy. Like, mm. I don't, I don't want to write a privacy policy. I don't. Mm. So I, I haven't finished it yet. I have to. Like you said it like I have to do it because I don't have a lawyer that's gonna do it for me. So mm. I gotta go research and figure out what the terms and conditions and privacy policy standards are in the US and then write the whole thing, which is gonna be horrible. Mm. But like it, that's one of those things that's like, could you get away without it? Probably, but like I think you're supposed to have it. And mm. like it's also the website and then there's the process and the delivery and like 
there's a lot of things besides just making content and having people buy stuff. Um, yeah. One of the one of the ways that I've been some I I don't know who said it first. Um, it's actually made a lot of sense to me. It's like if you if I if I miss something like if something doesn't happen the way I want it to happen like if I don't whatever if I don't get five pieces of content out of the week or something I get three or I get one or whatever and aim for five thinking about it more is like what what was the what was the bad input in the system like if I didn't get up to film on Tuesday why didn't I get up to film because I was tired why was I tired like what was the input like thinking about it like that and taking the pressure off of like you stupid idiot like you didn't get up and go film that day I'm like why why did I not get up and film that day because it's not for a lack of wanting there was some input like like if you were a robot and you're like the robot didn't do it you'd be like well why didn't the robot do that mm -hmm. figure out why you didn't do that like figure out why I didn't go through that um and then trying to trying to iron all of those things out then you kind of actually end up in a fairly smooth process of like all right all of the inputs are there this should happen if it doesn't happen there's a reason it didn't happen mm. and then iron out that that reason so mm. simple thing it I, so for some people they're probably like that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard um but for me, it was like, that's just how my brain works of like, you can't, like, there's that, there's the stupid thing of like, you can have two of these three points, but you can't have all three. It's like, mm. well, I can't get all of these things done during a day and also sleep enough. So like something has to give and like wherever that string gets pulled in. Um, Cause I can't, I can't function on as little sleep as you do. So. <laughs> when you grow up mate i can guarantee you can because you don't have it well you know what i used to say this to zach horsey all the time oh, i still do um that it's a choice like i walk into the gym some mornings and i am done i'm done already it's five o'clock it's 4 30 i've walked into the gym and i'm like oh my god and then it's like nah i i can't people come to the gym like I said this to a, um, a new client yesterday like, people come to this place not because I'm the best at what I do not because I think the, that what I know is better than anyone else because I don't because I, I like to a lot of there's a lot of really really awesome coaches out there and the knowledge they know is like far surpasses what I know and the way that they coach or the things that they coach far surpasses the, the things that I coach but people come to see me from like an energetic point of view and like they feel welcome, they feel comfortable, they, it, they come here and the enjoyment of it all is what is keeping them coming back and obviously the results too because there's a lot of people who are getting results, whether it's weight loss, whether it's strength gains, whatever it is. And so if I choose to feel miserable and tired and upset and angry because I only got four hours sleep, well, then a lot of people who come in here are going to be feeling that and be like, oh, I didn't really like Steph today. I don't know if I like the gym anymore. I'm probably going to cancel. And it's a hard thing to do to, to keep yourself up and to keep your eyes open and be energetic. But it is also, I believe, I, it's also a choice. I can choose to feel a particular way. I can either choose to feel really tired or I can choose to feel energetic 
and just get on with it and then feed off the energy from other people or from the sun. I don't know. I'm going to put my hands out and, and try and take some energy from the sun or the coffee or whatever it is. But there, there's also like, and I know I have to be really careful too because if I just keep doing that, chances are something's going to give and it's probably going to be my health in terms of like from that tide perspective. So I need to have like that sort of the ebbs and flows. Like it can't be like this and then like this and then like this and then like this because something will go wrong and it's like falling off a cliffside. Um, but at this point in time, I don't really see that there's a choice for me. Like I can't see anything else apart from the cho- the two choices that I have, which is be tired and be miserable and be upset or be happy, be um influential be whatever it is yeah what the hell was that was there balloons in the back was that you no it was you i don't know how you did that <laughs> wow how's that well anyway yeah party just just make it make it fun make it a party make it enjoyable um for people to to come here i didn't touch anything i don't even know how that happened for those who weren't watching the balloons popped up in the background i thought there's that like, was there's like that hand was... i think if you like I think if I you just, go, I think if you go thumbs up, you'll probably, yeah. Hey, no, peace. Yeah, okay. I, don't, I must not have like the updated Zoom or something. Hey, wow. Yeah, okay. see, mine doesn't, mine doesn't do that. I must have the updated Zoom. Then. There you, you go. You what about must. two hands in the air? Is there, is there anything else? Is that it? It just, it explodes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> put your hands down. Hands up? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah like you would be very surprised i think the what's what's your age now 24 24 i think 24 yeah so uh, i'm trying to think what i was doing when i was 24 yeah 24 yeah i was at the i was at the start of yeah all the fitness stuff i mean for me i started pretty late so in the grand scheme of things i mean some people start when they're 40 so in comparison to yourself you probably started you started when you were 19 18 doing this sort of stuff like the online uh, I started, stuff. i mean i was i was 20 <clears throat> i was 22 when i started posting online and and um but before sorry posting online like were you doing anything else with people I, I, within a business with i would i would i did, I, tr- I would train other players occasionally just like in like technical like soccer terms um mm-hmm. i would train i trained some guys who were pretty good when i was like mm-hmm. a sophomore in college so i would have been like 18 or 19 i started mm-hmm. lifting when i was like 14 or 15 but like the first person i ever actually helped like coach like lifting in the gym i was probably 22 okay yeah see for me like i i was a lot later on uh what was i oh no it might have been 20 maybe it would have been 24 24 ish yeah 24 25 that that age which like my the lifting experience that i've had has not been for performance because i never i never had access to what you kind of do i could never find access i guess from my or i didn't know what to look for and i would never go to the gym because when I was that age, even a little bit younger, I mean, like what you're talking about when you first went to the gym, I was 
17, the first time I sort of stepped inside a gym was to do rehab. Like, and then that's all I knew a gym was used for because like, oh, bodybuilder, I don't really want to get too big. You know, you start thinking about all that sort of stuff because it's sort of, like, it's that younger sort of perspective of how you look at things. Whereas now you're a, I'm a 30 year old and you're a lot more, uh, there's a lot, there's, you're definitely wiser, I would say, in the, the way that sort of you approach things. But any, anyway, going back to the sleep things, I can guarantee you that when you hit a particular age, especially when you have children, you'll figure out what you're actually truly capable of. Because children, and for those who are listening who have children, can understand this, but children bring out a different side of you. And it's a side that you probably never thought you had. It's a side that you would like to see more of, especially in the context of like, the love and compassion and patience because you can't communicate. <laughs> you can't communicate at all, period, with um, a six, seven, 10, 12-month child. But you can learn how to read them and then teach them things. So, like, for example, Florence, Ruby's an excellent mother, like, and she just knows how to, yeah. For me, like, I have really had to develop and work on my patience. And for example, when Florence is finished with her dinner or her food or whatever, like we'll know because she'll just go like this with, with her hand. And it's just like, that's the form of communication that you have to develop. So this means finished. Um, whenever we finish something now, she's just like this, like all the time we finish reading a book, she's just like this, finish eating. She's just like, so it's like, okay, that's how you can develop the communication. And it's like, it's almost in a similar way to probably running your own business or actually developing communication with people, different people will have different ways of responding or communicating with you. So it's trying to understand how they do that. Um, and that's been a big part for me in understanding people from the gym and then sort of like um, replicating that both ways with like watching how Florence does it. So if you can understand how a nine month old communicates, I'm pretty sure you're going to be very good at understanding how adults communicate as well. And Sam goes with like one of the, um, sayings back in the day when I started working with, with kids in, in the gym when I was 23 or whatever, it was 24. It was like, if you can understand a six-year-old and you can communicate to a six-year-old, you can do it to an adult, no problems. So like, if you want to start somewhere, I think like working with kids is, uh, is probably one of the, and kids, you know, maybe 15, 16, 17 and below, it's probably the best place you can start. Yeah. My mom likes to tell about how me and my brother would just use our own words for things when we were kids. <laughs> like we would, we we knew what the right word for it was, but we were convinced that our word was right. Like I can't remember with me or my brother, but this my mom's favorite story is like, like to say dump, like like a dump truck would like dump something out or you'd like dump a cup out or whatever. One of us that would say beep instead of dump. We just say beep. And then there was one day my mom was like, dump. And then whoever it was would go beep. And she'd go, dump. And then he'd go, beep. And then she like slowed it down and she goes, dump. And then whoever just hit the back was, beep. <laughs> and then she just gave up. She was like, I'm tired of this kid. And like, this is this is the worst. Um, yeah, I mean, oh, wow. the, the, yeah, it's, it's so stupid. Um, <laughs> yeah the community the communicating with kids thing is, is interesting because i've been working with a lot more um we get a lot of kids from like 15 to 
again, I'm doing this backwards from like eight or nine to 15 at Sigility. Mm. Like that's the main age group that I work with. Um, at, so like high school, like middle school and like early high school are the majority of the athletes that come in. And it's like, you got to kind of, you got to kind of meet them where they're at. And they're, they're some who are so different. Like there's ones that like you have to be like, dude, shut up and like, let's train. Cause like, <laughs> I don't want to, I, we're not talking anymore. Like, we won't get anything done. And some of them are like, you haven't said a word this whole thing. Like, you got to give me a little bit here. So mm. it's, it's interesting trying to figure out. And then, then you could, you kind of see at the end of like, how was that session? Did you enjoy that? And then some, like, some people are like, yeah, no, it was good. And then they're off. Some people are like, yeah. And then there's other kids that are like, that was the best session ever. And I'm like, we, you just like you didn't really do anything you yeah just, like, not that i not that we didn't like actually train and get them better but like you just enjoy that because you were doing weird stuff in between the sets like like taking a touch with your butt or something um, <laughs> and you thought it was hilarious so I, yeah the, the communication thing is tough and it, it's it's like we like i had a, there was a there was a girl that was she was probably six or eight or something that was in yesterday when I was training yesterday two days ago no it was yesterday and like it's it's really hard to like motivate a little kid to like do these drills and it, it's something I'm not great at yet there's some people that are really much better at it than I am of like how do I what do, how do I entertain you for 30 minutes in a way that like actually makes you better at soccer here and I don't have the I don't have the best way to do it, but that's like it. It is like you were saying it's, it's much if you could get motivated a six year old to want to train, you could motivate somebody who's thirty to want to train. It's so much it's so much easier because you could just be like, yeah, this is gonna make you better, or like hmm. if if they're like eighteen, you'd be like, this is gonna make your arms bigger. And they're like, all right, done, and then we're like. <laughs> Yeah, and then they're like, I'll give you, I'll give you everything I got. A six-year-old though is like, this is boring. It, we'll just tell you. It's not, it's not about trying to convince. I think as well, like, because you're trying to convince a child. Like most of the times, they don't have the mental aptitude to be able, or the emotional um, aptitude. We'll use. Uh, to actually be able to understand where you're coming from. And from what I've realized, it's like the way that you the way that you get the most out of a, a younger kid in, in the in the gym, it's like how can you just make this the funnest experience of their life? And they'll just then by the end of it you sort of like step back and they're just they're going everywhere they're picking things up they're jumping they're running they come pushing and pulling and all these sorts of things and there's there's obviously an element of that when you start coaching adults but i think when you coach adults it's not so much about the actual work that you're doing but more so about the environment that you're creating and then wanting to come back because speaking with a couple of the older members here the other day, one of them being my dad. Um, and we were just talking about squats as an example. We will use this as the example. It, it did actually happen. Um, but for my dad, you know, he, he's got arthritic knees. He's got 
cartilage, meniscus. I don't know. He's got all sorts of things going on in his knees. He's had a hip replacement. There's just a bunch of things, a lot of things. And so to start him off, I mean, he he was wedged up and there was like everything going on. When we first started squatting, he was quite quite poor at it. And we were doing squats on, on Wednesday. Um, and one of the other ladies was like, I, I, I love squats. And my dad's like, I love them now. I didn't like them before, but now, like, I mean, he's he's squatting pretty much past parallel. And for someone who's like had a hip replacement, who's got very dodgy knees, like to be able to do that pain free is is exceptional. The thing is, though, like for him, I believe anyway, there's it's not the actual squat that he enjoys. I think it's the the things that he's learning. It's the company that's getting it's the environment that he's in, and he keeps coming back to this environment of like. I feel a particular way after I do this. It's not easy doing it. It's not supposed to be easy doing it, but it's not easy doing it. But I still want to come back and do it because it actually makes me feel a certain way. And now I'm finding a level of enjoyment out of doing the squats, which I hated before because I couldn't do them properly. You do that with with kids. I mean, most kids, especially if they're six, seven, eight years old, can dump down and like pop their ass to grass sort of thing, you know? So there's there's no real physical barrier whereas when we get older as adults there's so many there's there's so much more in terms of those physical barriers and then it it kind of relates to that emotional or mental way as well they're like no i don't like this because it makes me feel a particular way whether it's a physical feeling mental feeling or an emotional feeling i think that there's just so much around that environment that ecosystem that you can create and you learn that with kids that's what i'm getting at like you really learn it with kids because Kids just want to do things that are fun. That's it. That's it. You also have to teach them too. Like you got to teach them the, the skills that you're learning. You also have to teach them a lot of other things too, which they might not get at home. Things like respect, things like listening skills, <laughs> things like that, that they they might want to try and take advantage of and not say they don't get it at home. Like they might get a lot of it at home, but then when they get out of that environment, it's like, well, I have an opportunity to push the boundaries. Um what do you what do you find like has been the most challenging thing for you in terms of your um, your evolution of yourself and your business and online because like you haven't really spoken much about the the amount that you do because we were talking about it before we press record like you do heaps I I'm looking at you going like are they bags under your eyes or are you, like what it's from the light. Yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> like i know i know because i know what I, I wouldn't say i know everything about you but like i know that you've got a lot that's going on and there's a lot of like juggling balls sort of in the air how how can you just i i know you're human and I think most people around the planet know you're human, but some people might think that you're you're a robot and you can just you keep going, like you keep producing content, you've got the agility uh, work, then you're working for your other business as well, then you've got your own business too. Like they're all kind of, I guess, intertwined with each other. But what are like what are some of the challenges first? And then how do you overcome those challenges? Because yeah, I think you do a really good job of it. Yeah, I mean <laughs> I'd probably break it into two two things. Maybe I'll break it into three. And so the first the first one I say kind of mentions back to like when you're working with older clients, like um in the gym, 
like people will do anything as long as they can see progress. Like, like my my mom, to use my mom as an example, like hated chin ups, did not like weighted squats, like did not enjoy deadlifting at all. But like now, like it part of the reason she hated chin ups so much was that like she wasn't even close to being able to do one chin up. And like now she can do two full range chin ups. And now all of a sudden it's like that's what she wants to do with chin ups. And like now she's squatting with a bar on her back. And like now she just wants to squat. And like deadlifts were fun because she couldn't, she wouldn't do the plate math very well. So I could just like tell her what it was at the end. Uh, and not that I would lie, but like I would give her that number. She'd be like, oh, really? Like, you know, beat that next week. So like I could do whatever as long as I continue to see progress, whether that's like, progress in the bank account or like learning things and like doing all that like as long as as long as I see some sort of projection in the future of like this this is getting better or I'm getting better then it's like whatever I'll just I'll keep doing it the problem is when you're not seeing it and then you're just like walking in the darkness with no idea if you're going in the right direction then it's then it's like you can't keep doing things like okay. if you have if you have like there's like there's whatever studies like but like the, that gets the point across um the second thing is kind of like just enjoying it like there's no thought in my head of like not doing something like that pretty much all the time it's like what what else would i do i don't there's nothing else that's that's stimulating for me to like it, it just makes sense it's like but then there's times where it's not fun and then it's like, well, what, it would be much less fun to not do anything right now. So like, right, I'll just go do it. Um, and then I had a third. Oh, yeah. The third thing is like what I mentioned earlier of like trying to look at it more as, as a system or a game or a robot or whatever you want to look at it as of like, this is what I want to happen. This is what needs to happen. Did all of those things happen? No, this didn't happen. All right. Why didn't that happen? Why didn't that happen? Like, and then you just fix that and it's just kind of like a game of like how can i optimize everything like there's i was listening to you ever seen you know who ali abdal is like kind of a weird guy but he's on youtube and he does a lot of like the productivity stuff whatever oh, sorry what was his name what was his name again i think it's like ali abdal or something he's a british guy nah. he's a doctor whatever um he was a doctor i guess maybe he doesn't practice medicine anymore but he mentioned like people like shit on like toxic productivity or whatever people call it. Um, and it's like, it's not productivity. Isn't the goal, but like being intentional with everything you do is the goal of mm -hmm. like, if like scrolling for 30 minutes on TikTok like could be fine or it could be something that you would like look upon badly. If, and the only difference is whether or not it's intentional of like i'm gonna go scroll on 30 minutes of, of tiktok right now and that's what my intention is to do that versus like you look up the clock and you're like oh shit i've been i just wasted 30 minutes on tiktok mm. um and that's the whole goal for all the whole day is like can i just be intentional with what i do it doesn't mean everything has to make more money or do something like like if i'm just if i'm like just sitting there and like eating it's not like like oh, damn i'm not i'm not doing dms while i'm eating it's like 
I'm just being intentional to like right now with my time eating that I'm fine with that. Um, so looking at things from that lens, just like, yeah, I don't know. And trying, trying to sleep enough. I don't, I get, dude, <laughs> I get, I get like, I get ill if I don't sleep enough. I, I think, I don't know if other people feel that way, but like, I don't sleep enough for a couple nights in a row. Like I, I will be like nauseous and have like a raging headache. Like, and I, that's, that's my limit of like where I can't just like push through it anymore. Is when I get to that point of like, do I have food poisoning or do I not sleep enough? Like that's what, that's what happens to me. So that's why I, that's why I sleep more, but I've been running like seven, seven to eight recently, less than ideal. But... I can't, I can't tell you how many times I've been there that nauseous headache, that like, oh, whoa, like hazy sort of dusty sort of feeling where you're like headache, tired, eyes hurt, head hurts, body hurts, sort of tired. I've never experienced that before and I will never, ever forget the first time that I had it because I got up one day and I was just like, whoa, <laughs> what the hell is this? Because I didn't sleep. I hardly slept. I was up, down, back and forth in the Florence's room out again and hadn't like been sleeping for long. That tired is a whole nother level of tired. Big tired. You're, yeah, you're a yeah. stronger man than me for pushing it through it though, I guess. Oh, uh, you got to like, well, you probably don't have to. I don't know. Actually, it you can probably look at it as a good and a bad thing, I guess, because like, it's a bad thing that you're not getting sleep. Yeah. I get that. But again, What's my, what are my choices? I have two choices, you know? I can just suck it up and get get on with it or I can just be like, nah, tapping out, sorry, can't do it anymore. And for me, growing the business at the moment is is important. But then also being there for my family is even more important because at the end of the day, like one of my clients the other day who's a dad is like, Florence is only going to grow up once. Like, yep. She sure is. And I want to be able to spend time with her. I want to be able to spend and like experience life with her and with Ruby too. So it's one big juggling game and I haven't figured it out yet because there's just so many things that I feel like I need to do. And it's not pleasing anyone, but it's almost like I need to give it this attention, the, the business in particular, because if I don't, like... Me being, uh, um, especially at this point in time, like in terms of the financial side of things, like I am the one that it kind of rests more so on my shoulders. Um, but then, yeah, it, there's there's a there's a lot more that happens, and we can probably save that for next week. <laughs> yeah, I think I think so. I think it's last <laughs> last last point I'll mention maybe is like with. <laughs> First of all, if, when I'm when I'm that tired, I don't just like shovel up in a bowl and lay there until it's time to go to bed. Like, <laughs> I still I still get done what absolutely has to get done during the day. But then I, after everything that like is required for being done, then I just tap out. Um, mm. But there's like the the analogy of a waiting room. Like if you're an emergency a doctor in the emergency room, this is for the same guy I think actually Ali Abdal. Um, when you're a doctor, like you and you work in the emergency room, like you show up in the emergency room ward is like packed, and then you see as many patients as you can for that eight or twelve or whatever hours you're there. 
and then you leave and that emergency room is still packed and you're like shit man i didn't i didn't even make a dent there but like the emergency the waiting room is always going to be packed like mm. all you can do is see patients in the order of necessity mm. that's good valid point i i i like that you can only do with the ones that need dealing with you can't deal with the ones that you can't deal with so just leave it at that yeah get out of here with your cold like symptoms or whatever get out of here with your stuffy nose doctor i don't want you doctor I can't see to... you yeah yeah far out true very true where can they find you maddie there we go uh i blanked on it for a second score performance instagram youtube tiktok i don't post on twitter anymore um just because it takes too much that's that's the patient with a cold not a broken arm um <laughs> so they don't get treatment uh maybe we'll get back on there eventually anyway where uh where can they find you online and in person online is coach carly um with the three eyes on instagram i i, I don't really post uh, as much purely because i'm spending 15 to 17 hours a day trying to survive and live and thrive um, and give people the best experience possible here at Coach Carly. So 73 Grange Road, Welland, 5007. Uh, we are still Electric Dry Fitness <laughs> because there's still the Electric Dry signs up. I've had to tell everyone new who's coming in, listen, we're not Electric Dry, okay? Just, just Electric Dry That's kind of a right. cool name, though. I, I, I do like Coach Carly better. Um, speaking of which, new logo coming out soon. So... Uh, just trying to put a couple of things in place to create something that's a little bit more uh, stay specific to me and rep- represents me and the and the business more so, a little bit more. Um, but yeah, Electric Drive Fitness, we're here right next to the petrol station. Come in and see us. Um, first session is always free. And even if you don't come for a session, come for a coffee because... The roast is getting started hopefully by the end of the month because it still hasn't gotten started. And the recovery room should be done in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I think I've been saying that for a couple of months. Anyway, come and get a coffee because the coffee machine works. That's something I can do. It could be. What if it's electrified fitness, electro dry fitness, a Coach Cali gym? By Coach Cali? Like, yeah, by, yeah you, or you could have like by Coach Cali. You could like, if you yeah, if you end up with a budget place, it could be like drive fitness, a Coach Cali gym or something. Yeah, just yeah, have that be have it. that be the individual. Yeah, like, yeah. This, like, people this, make... what, this is what happens when you get at least Oy. seven hours of sleep. You come up with good ideas <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not true. Maybe I need, maybe I need just more sleep. I don't know. No, nah, I definitely do, but. I'm, I'm I think, try, I'm I think trying. You, you do need more sleep, but no, that wasn't a good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. What's more important, more sleep or more work? I don't know. We'll see. We, we'll juggle. We'll weigh that one up. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody's made it this far. Appreciate it, and we'll uh, we'll talk to everybody next week. See you guys.